0: Defeat the mix, defeat the mix. Do you think you have what it takes? Music trivia, useless knowledge, shit you never learned in college. Defeat the mix, defeat the mix. Do you think you have what it takes?
1: Hello everybody, and welcome to yet another episode of the best monthly music trivia podcast game show, Defeat the Mix. I'm Chris Vefalius, and I'm here to do my best to make Chris and today's challenger venture into the deepest, darkest regions of their brains to try to pull out some completely useless information that really only serves one purpose, to seem smart on a monthly music trivia podcast game show. And rather than punching your dashboard when neither contestant knows that it was obviously Elton John who said that Madonna should be shot for lip-syncing at the Q Awards, why don't you step up to the plate and come be a contestant on Defeat Demakes? If you feel like you're up to the task, head over to ChrisDemakes.com and sign up for our supporting cast, where we do regular casting calls for contestants via email. You also get an enormous back catalog of the After Party podcast, which, look, I know I'm biased because I'm on it and I produce it, but believe me, it's freaking good, okay? And on top of that, you'll be supporting the podcast that you already love, which, thank you for that. Okay, first off, Let's say hello to the only man in the world with a monthly music trivia podcast game show named after him. He's the host of Chris DeMakes, a podcast. He's the guitarist and vocalist of Less Than Jake, and he's been known to sport a cross earring and a pair of boat shoes. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Chris
0: DeMakes! Yeah! Thanks, Chris. What a a wonderful, wonderful intro. I wish I still had that cross (laughs) earring. Chris, you've been doing pretty
1: well on the show. With your love of metal, it's only fitting that through six episodes you have a six 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 average. Yes. Wow. Yes, that's a four and two record. <laughs> Do you think you can pull it to three games above five hundred today?
0: You know, I'm 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 thinking positive but I'm not I am I'm, I'm I'm straddling the line between confidence and cockiness, Chris. I'm right in the middle because uh, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves here. I'd like to like to lock in a win tonight, but I'm being humble.
1: That's a perfect way to be, Chris, right between cocky and confident. I love it. And now we move on to today's contestant. He's a mountain bike and jet ski and disc golf and electronics technician from Kansas City. If the trivia seas get a little turbulent tonight, he'll for sure be able to handle it as a Navy vet. He's a fan of all music, but just like our show's namesake, he grew up as a metalhead. Studio audience, let's give it up for Ash Lawrence! Yeah! All right. Hey, Ash. Thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure to be here. Ash, how are you feeling about your chances today?
2: Uh, all right. I'm sure this will be one of those times where I know none of the answers. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes I know them all. Sometimes I know none of them. Okay. All right. Well, you
1: you need to, you need to have a little bit of confidence at least. I'm sure you two know the rules, but I'm going to go through them really quick for anyone who's tuning in for the very first time in each of the first two rounds. You'll choose between two categories. Each round consists of three questions for each contestant in the first round. Scoring works like this. If you can answer the question without the multiple choice, you'll get two points. If you can answer the question with the multiple choice, you'll get one point. And as you know, you each get one demakes to use throughout the course of the entire show. You can use your demakes to demake the other person answer the question. If they get it wrong, you'll get the full points for the question. If they get it right, they'll get the full points for the question. Keep in mind, the person who is demaked will always get the multiple choice, but regardless, it'll still count for full points. So of course, use your demakes wisely and strategically. Also, if either of you miss a question, the other person will get a chance to steal. If you opt to try to steal and you get the question correct, you'll get the points. However, if you miss the question, your opponent will get the points. So be careful. I would suggest only stealing if you're sure of the answer, obviously.
0: You guys got it? I think so. I think so. What about you, Ash? You ready to go?
1: I think I got it.
0: All right. Okay, on to the show.
1: (music) Ash, it's the moment you've been waiting for. You're our guest today, so you get to go first. Your category choices are Pure Pop, Or, 90s alternative song lyrics. Oh, gotta go 90s alternative song lyrics on that. In R.E.M.'s 1991 hit, Losing My Religion, Michael Stipe sings, I thought that I heard you laughing. I thought that I heard you sing. I think I thought I saw you blank. Uh, I'm not 100% sure. I'll go multiple choice on that. Your choices are, A. Try. B. Cry, C, fly, or D, die. A, try. You got it.
0: I thought that I heard you laughing.
2: That's what it was. I should have took the wild guess, and that wasn't quite there.
1: Very good, very good. Ash gets on the board right away with the point. Ash came to play, Chris.
0: He did. You know, he talked himself down at the beginning. I don't believe him. I, he's I don't, don't believe it at all. you. I think he might uh, be know, hustling you. I know. I know. I know. I know.
2: Came to defeat the makes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can. I can smell. I can smell a shark a mile away, Chris. I'm from Florida. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know when the waters get uh, get murky. Yeah, he's chumming the
1: waters. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris. Your category choices are.
0: 2000s punk or one hit thunder? Man, where's my metal categories, Chris? Jeez, I'm telling you, you don't give me any preferential treatment here. All right, um, one hit thunder or 2000s punk? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go 2000s punk. It's a little out of my comfort zone. One hit, one hit thunder seems a little bit more up my alley, but uh, 2000s punk. In 2004, Bad Religion
1: released their 13th studio album, The Empire Strikes First. This album marks the rare instance that non-members of the band received writing credit. Who co-wrote two songs
0: on the album? I think I know this. If I'm wrong, then then I'm wrong. But uh, I believe it's Chris Wollard from Hot Water Music. You got it.
1: Ah, all right. Oh, nice job, Chris. That's a two pointer. Yes, Chris Wallard of Hot Water Music co wrote the songs The Quickening and Beyond Electric Dreams. Nice. All right. So far, so good with both of you guys. And we're back to you, Ash. Your category choices are 80s pop or the 90s? The 90s. In 1994, this band had to release an alternate cover of their album, Amorica, because the original cover prominently featured pubic hair. The Black Crows. You got it.
2: Nice. You guys are on fire. I was a pubescent child about that time. <laughs> <laughs> Had a few
1: pubes of your own at the time. Didn't listen to the Black Crows. But... <laughs> that,
0: that cover was from a bicentennial 1976 commemorative issue of Hustler, by the way. Don't ask me why I know that.
1: Nice. <laughs> you know your pubes, Chris. No one's ever denied that you know your pubic hair. Remember pubic hair? That was a big thing in the 90s.
0: <laughs> We're back to you, Chris. Uh, What is this again? Is this music trivia we're talking here? No, this is pubic trivia. (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) Chris, your category choices are Legendary Artists or 90s Metal.
0: I'm going to go Legendary Artists with this one.
1: The first Beatles song to hit number one on the U.S. Billboard Top 100 was I Want to Hold Your Hand in 1964.
0: What was the second Beatles song to hit number one? I knew I Want to Hold Your Hand was the first. I don't know the second one. I'm going to go multiple choice. I just, I'm not sure. Your choices are, A,
1: I saw her standing there, B, please please me,
0: C, she loves you, or D, can't buy me love. I don't know for certain. I I, I just don't know. I'm going to go C. You got it. She loves you, yeah.
1: You guys are bringing the heat we got a 3-3 game right now after two questions good job guys and we're back to you ash your category choices are 90s punk or 70s hard rock oh gotta be 90s punk this simi valley california band released their debut album another day in paradise in may of 1994
2: uh give me multiple choice please
1: can i steal <laughs> no no <laughs> Well, you might be able to. (laughs) I had a feeling he was going to know that. You got to hold off. You got to hold on here. Your choices are A, strung out, B, pulley, C, scared straight, or D, ignite. Strung out. You got it. (laughs) You got it.
2: I was thinking that was too late for them.
0: <laughs> I don't know if we're just getting lucky here tonight, Ash, with our guessing or what's going on here.
2: Hey, I maintained a C average in school
0: just guessing on the multiple
2: choice. Man. <laughs> Didn't even study a book once.
1: <laughs> Ash takes a 4-3 lead, and this is the last question of round one. Chris, we go back to you. All right. Your category choices are 80s punk or the 60s. Let's go for 80s punk. This band that formed in Montecito, California, and is frequently associated with the nardcore scene that evolved out of nearby Oxnard, initially featured Lagwagon's Joey Cape on guitar in their early years, but couldn't keep Joey in the band because he was frequently unavailable due
0: to being grounded much of the time. I'm pretty sure I know this one. I'm going to go multiple choice. Your choices are A, ill repute, B, scared straight. C, RKL, or D, aggression. Ah, the Vandals weren't there. I thought it was the Vandals. I don't know the answer to this. The only thing I can think of, because Dave Ron from Lagwagon uh, used to play in RKL, the drummer, Dave. I'm going to go RKL. I just don't know. You got it. all right
1: wow you guys are absolutely on fire we got a 4-4 game right now after round one yeah you need to cut the crap here ash come on give me a break we're gonna take a quick break but when we come back things are gonna get very interesting because the point values are gonna be doubled keep in mind guys you both got those to makes in your pockets and we'll be right back after a few words from our sponsors All right, we're back with round two, where the point values are doubled. If you can get the question without the multiple choice, it is now worth four points. And if you could get it with the multiple choice, it'll be worth two. Ash, we're going back to you, man. Your category choices are musical oddities or the 70s. Musical oddities. A member of this band finally admitted in a 60 Minutes interview in 2018 that none of the members of the band were able to read or write music and that they never understood music theory. Oh, would need a multiple choice on that. Your choices are A, U2, B, Rush, C, The Beatles, or D,
2: The Rolling Stones. It's hard to imagine with so many well-accomplished bands there.
1: Uh, I'll go D,
2: Rolling Stones.
1: That is not correct. Chris, do you want to attempt to steal? I do not. Okay. But if I were to guess... Uh, Rush? That isn't right either. It's actually Is actually The Beatles. It's the Beatles, yep. Paul McCartney. It was Paul McCartney who said that on 60 Minutes.
2: It's embarrassing. Is that true? I don't read music or write music. None of us did in The Beatles. We did some good stuff, though. But none of it was written down by us. It's basically notation. That's the bit I
1: can't do because I don't see music like that. That was a tough one. The score remains 4-4, and we're back to you, Chris. All right. Your category choices are the 80s or Yacht Rock. (laughs) I'm going to go the 80s. This Welsh singer's biggest hit came in 1983 when she released a song written and produced by Jim Steinman. The song spent four weeks at the top of the charts, keeping another Steinman song making love out of nothing at all by Air Supply from reaching the top spot.
0: Oh, I didn't know she was Welsh, but I'm just going to go out on a limb here. It has to be, because 83 is when this song came out, it has to be Bonnie Tyler with Total Eclipse of the Heart, right? You got it. All right!
1: A full four points. You didn't even need the multiple choice. Yes, it was Bonnie Tyler. Okay, okay. And you take an eight to four lead, but we're back to you, Ash. Still anybody's game. Your category choices are 80s metal or legendary artists. I'll go 80s metal. Uh oh. This American heavy metal band was included in the Guinness Book of World Records in 1984 for delivering the loudest performance a record that they have since broken on two occasions. They also hold the world record for longest heavy metal concert after playing for five hours and one minute in Bulgaria at the Kavarna Rockfest in 2008.
2: Oh man, I want to throw a guess
1: and get all those points, but I'm going to take the multiple choice. (laughs) Your choices are... A. Dio B. Fate's Warning C. Manowar or D, Crimson Glory? All right. Glad I didn't guess. I'll go see Man of War. You got it. Brothers
2: everywhere,
1: raise your hands into the air. we warriors, warriors of the world. Like thunder from the
0: sky,
1: swore to fight and die. We're warriors, warriors of the
2: world.
0: Good job. Wow total guess did you know that one chris <laughs> unfortunately i did <laughs> <'Cause> man <laughs> of war is one of the worst bands ever <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm not even really
1: aware of them i just kind of heard the name you know yeah chris you still maintain an eight to six lead and we are back to you all
0: right let's do it
1: your category choices are the 90s or 80s pop <sighs>
0: let's
1: go 80s pop Whitney Houston had a hit in 1987 with I Want to Dance with Somebody, a song that was written by George Merrill and Shannon Rubicam of what band known for their 1988 hit Waiting for a Star
0: to Fall? Oh, wow, because I know that song. I'm going to have to take a multiple choice. I do not know this.
1: Your choices are A, Boy Meets Girl, B, Club Nouveau, C, Haircut 100,
0: or D, information society okay well it's 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 not C and D it's definitely not haircut 100 it's definitely not information society name the first two again boy meets girl and club nouveau oh my first instinct was boy meets girl I hope it's not club nouveau I'm going a you got it all right
1: Extend your lead to 10 to 6, and I got to give you a little shout-out here. You've got every question so far, and Ash, you've only missed one so far. There's only been one question missed on the entire game so far. This might be the most neck-and-neck neck crazy challenge we've we've seen so far. So good job to both of you guys.
0: Thanks, Chris. Either the questions have gotten easier or we've made good guesses. I'm going with the latter, Ash. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sounds about right. <laughs> so, Ash, this is the last round before the final wager round. So Chris leads by a score of 10 to 6, and your category choices are One Hit Thunder or 2000s Punk. well wow, that's a tough one, but I'll go 2000s Punk. In 2003, this band released Take a Break, a covers album of 13 R&B classics. I'm going to go Me First in the Gimme Gimme's. You got it.
2: It was a tough guess.
1: Wasn't
0: sure, but I thought it had to have been them. I think you tied it up. You sure
1: did. Man. It's 10-10. And Chris, you have one question left to try to take a small lead. Or if you miss it, Ash could still take a lead before the final round. We'll see what happens. All right. Your category choices are the 90s or one-hit thunder. <sighs> I'm going to go one-hit thunder. To date – this is the only German language song to peak at number one on the Billboard Hot 100.
0: I think I know this. I should probably just go for broke. I'm going to say it's, it's 1982's Nina with 99 Luft Balloons." That is incorrect, Chris. Ah! Well, I tried.
1: Ash, would you like to try to steal?
2: No.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. 99 Luff Balloons only went to number two, Chris. The only ah. German language song to go to number one was Rock Me Amadeus by Falco.
0: Oh. Oh.
1: Yep, should have known that one.
0: That, that that was in German. Yes.
1: Well, I I do believe that they there was English in it and an English version. But yes, yes. I've
0: never good. I've never heard a German word in that song to my recollection. That's news to me. I'll have to go back and check that out. Hmm. You learn you learn something new every day. This is good stuff.
1: That means we are going into the final round, tied ten ten. Both of you have your pen and paper in front of you to decide how many points you want to wager in this final round. Here's all I'm going to tell you. The category for the final round for both of your questions is
0: number ones. Okay. And we can wager up to 10 points what we have. Up to 10 points. All right. All right. Ash, you
1: are our challenger today, so you can decide. Do you want to go first or second?
2: Oh, let's go. Chris, go first.
1: Chris, this will be your question. All right. Of the following artists, who had the most number one hits on the Billboard Hot 100 chart? A, Rihanna, B, Madonna, C, Janet Jackson, or D, Stevie Wonder?
0: <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. It could be Rihanna. I'm not familiar with her career. Um, I'm, I'm aware of who she is. Um, but Donna had a, a a ton of hits. I don't know why. I I have I really have no idea, but but Janet Jackson just stuck out to me. I'm going to see Janet Jackson. Final answer. That is incorrect, Chris. When the sunshine-
1: The answer was actually Rihanna, who had 14, followed by Madonna, who had 12, followed by Janet and Stevie, both
0: who had 10 number one hits. The lady has 14 number ones, and I can't name one song. That's pathetic. <laughs> That's pathetic. Not her. Me. Me. I need, to, I need to get up on my R&B. Okay, so we're not going to find out how many points you wagered yet. We know you're
1: going to be minus some points, but we're going to go to Ash first to keep this exciting. <laughs> Ash on to you of the following artists who had the most number one hits on the Billboard hot 100 a the Supremes B Elvis Presley C Mariah Carey or D Whitney Houston you better guess right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a tough one throwing them old ones in there uh you know elvis had a lot of them but gosh i just feel like uh some of the newer artists may have had more what were c and d i know mariah carey was one of them what was the other one
1: it was a the supremes b elvis presley c mariah carey or d whitney houston i'm gonna take a shot with whitney houston That is also incorrect.
2: it.
1: It was Mariah Carey, who has 19, followed by Elvis, who has 18, followed by the Supremes, who had 12, and then Whitney Houston, who had 11. Oh, I
0: picked the last one. Ash, I, I, I would have picked Whitney. I'm right there with you, buddy.
1: All right, so the moment of truth. We'll start with Chris. Chris, how many points did you wager?
0: I went low again because I'm afraid two. Two
1: points. So Chris, right now he has eight. Ash, how many points did you wager? I'm not going to back into a win like that. Oh, yeah. no. He wagered all 10. I I'm respect not going to back it. into a win. <laughs> I respect the 10-point wager. Chris did back into a win, uh, and you win by a score of 8-0, which that's a real shame that you got zero because, Ash, you did so well, man. That was – that was a great competition uh, mad respect for that
0: i gotta hand it to you ash you that was uh that was awesome I, I i think this might have been my my favorite one yet no disrespect to any of the previous contestants but uh we both kind of killed it today good job
2: thank you chris it was great uh i, I enjoyed losing to you <laughs>
1: <laughs> i hope you had a great time ash and chris congratulations you moved to a record of five and two <laughs> like somebody who deserves to have a monthly music trivia
0: podcast game show named after you or something well thank you very much I'll, I'll I'll take that as a wonderful kind compliment thank you Chris
1: Ash I hope you're having a good time over there in Kansas City I hope you're allowed to come up out of the basement now at least
0: alright I appreciate it guys it was a lot of fun and
2: I, I appreciate what you guys are doing I, I have a job where I work and drive on the road a lot so I listen to a lot of podcasts and since you guys have been doing this I, and then I started listening to One Hit Thunder as well and so I love what you guys are doing. I appreciate it all. And Chris, been a huge fan of Lesson Jake for over 20 years now. So this is an honor. Kind of like when you uh, met like Huey Lewis on your podcast or something. Kind of like that for me today. This is awesome, man.
1: I'm really stoked. Well, that concludes another episode of Defeat to Makes. If you'd like to be eligible to be a contestant on Defeat to Makes, go sign up for our supporting cast at ChrisToMakes.com. Every month, we send out a casting call for a challenger so you could get your shot to show the world what you know. On top of that, you'll get weekly episodes of the After Party podcast, an entire back catalog of After Party episodes, discounts on merch, invites to Zoom parties, and most importantly, you'll be supporting the podcast that you love. We'll see you next time for another episode of Defeat DeMakes.
2: Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. (laughs)
1: Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's EFFING Perspective, the only podcast you crank up to 11.
0: Bowie, Dylan, Marley,